The Minnesota Wild had a very successful month of November. We go up, down, every angle possible looking at their November performances. And we look ahead to the month of December today on Lockdown Wild. You're Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head to head fantasy matchups. Winner takes all. You can sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we recap the month of November, which was a very successful month. For the Minnesota Wild, we take a look at some of the numbers that got them to 10-3-1 in November, and we look ahead to the month of December to see if the Wild can sustain or repeat that success. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite teams here in the state of Minnesota and now covering your favorite hockey team here in the state of hockey, the Minnesota Wild. Happy to have you along for today's episode of Locked on Wild. And as mentioned, we're going to dive a little deeper into the month of November for the Minnesota Wild. 10-3-1. And And if you remember back to before the season started, we took a little bit of a look at the winning percentages of teams that the Wild would go head-to-head against on a month-by-month basis to try to get a little bit of a sense of which months were going to be uh, more difficult than others uh, and where we could maybe expect the Wild to go on a little bit of a run. We came to the conclusion that March, with those nine straight home games, was going to be a pivotal month for the team uh, as they geared up for the playoff push to uh, either strengthen their position or to give themselves a chance to get back into it. Uh, depending on where they were sitting. And so uh, I have that spreadsheet up. And actually, November was supposed to be the toughest month for the Wild um, on their schedule as their opponents. Now, granted, this is from last season, so it's not supremely accurate because uh, obviously a lot of things uh, have changed either way. But uh, the month of November was supposed to be the Wild's toughest month on the schedule. Opponents last year had a 527 winning percentage uh, that the Wild were going to go head-to-head with. Uh, In fact, that was only one of a couple months above 500. Now, you look at the month of October, um, a 455 winning percentage uh, for Wild opponents. Wild went 5-3 there. So they uh, they upped it a little bit to 10-3-1. Um, just looking at some of the games throughout uh, the month, obviously Ottawa a mess right now, um, and so their uh, their winning percent percentage is lower than uh, than where they were at last year. Somehow, 
Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, you know, not as not as good as they were last season, but still a uh, a very good team. And so uh, that win, you know, maybe doesn't look as good uh, as it did when it happened. I mean, uh, Pittsburgh pretty much middle of the pack in the Metropolitan Division. Then you can go to the New York Islanders, who are having a rough season, to say the least, so far. Uh, Arizona having a bad season as well. And so the Wilds uh, taking all four of those games, pretty much what we expected. Now the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, they are starting to uh, get on a little bit of a run here. Uh, although, as I say, that looks like they now have lost two in a row. Uh, they are in the middle of the pack of the Pacific Division, and so that was a loss for the Wilds. So that one kind of jumps off the page um, from the month of November. But then after that, the Seattle game, the Kraken have um, started to Kraken have started to uh, to lose some of their luster as well. Wild lost to San Jose, who was under 500 last year, but then after that beat Dallas, lost to Florida and Tampa Bay, as we, I guess, could have expected would happen, uh, and then beat New Jersey, Winnipeg, Tampa Bay, and Arizona to finish off the month. So actually, if you look at it, the month of November a little bit easier as to how things have gone so far this season. So... There are some changes. There are teams that are going to be certainly better than uh, than they were last year, and there are teams that are certainly going to be worse. So, if anything, the uh, the opponents for the Wilds, you know, maybe uh, going through a few things to where they weren't as good um, as they were this past season. But uh, nonetheless, just a fun exercise, just to kind of see where things are at uh, with this team. Now, looking at Wild perspective how certain players fared uh, obviously most points because he has had a ton of them uh, over the last three games Kirill Kaprizov finished the month of November with 19 points in 14 games seven goals 12 assists uh, Ryan Hartman led the team in goals in November with eight he had 14 points in 14 November games then you have Kevin Fiala with 12 points two goals 10 assists and Alex Goligoski with uh, two points and uh, two goals and nine assists for 11 points himself. Marcus Foligno had seven goals. Jewel Eriksson had six goals. Four for Rem Pitlick. Uh, three for Nico Sturm. And then uh, the Wilds, all in all, 59 goals scored in 14 November games. So some good production. Uh, it was a little bit of a lull uh, at points to uh, to get pucks in the net, but... Uh, they certainly finished off the month of November with a flurry uh, to get those offensive numbers back up there. Goaltending-wise for the month of November, Cam Talbot started 10 of the 14 games. He went 7-3 and three with a 2.82 goals against average, 9-15 save percentage. Uh, Capo Kakinen, 3-0-1 uh, in the month of November for the Wild with a 2.5 goals against average and a 90.1 save percentage. So we saw the goaltending take off near the month, the end of the month um, and shake off some rusty, not, uh, not pristine starts um, that we got so accustomed to last year. So we saw Kaprizov start to, uh, to heat up scoring-wise, uh, we also saw the goaltending start to kind of go back to last year's levels. 
And so you take it all, you uh, wrap it up into a box, you put a little bow on it, and that leads you to a 10-3-1 month of November uh, where the Wilds flexed their muscles and showed that they are, in fact, going to be a, um, a tough opponent uh, for their opponents in the Central Division here this season. So a great month of November for the Wilds. Uh, plenty of work to be done as we uh, will take a look next at uh, the month of December. We'll go back to the winning percentage chart to see uh, how the Wilds opponents fare uh, in the month of December. And uh, that plus more is coming up next here on Locked on Wild. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Introducing Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups with the winner taking all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you're in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head-to-head is what daily fantasy should be, truly one-on-one. We've got the weekly matchup here for this week in the Real Uncle Pauly Center's only contest. I am going up against Evgeny Kuznetsov, Sebastian Ajo, and Elias Lindholm, projected for 55.10 points. To combat that lineup, I am rolling this week with the combination of Rupe Heinz, Patrice Bergeron, and Nazim Kadri, three of the hottest players going right now. So if you want to get in on the action, you can sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey. Make sure to use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash hockey. Use the promo code hockey for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash hockey, promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. As we move from the month of November to the month of December. And uh, wanted to just go through kind of an overview of what is to come here uh, in the month of December. The Wilds will have 11 games on the slate. And uh, it starts up tonight with a home game against the New Jersey Devils, who the Wilds beat in their first matchup of the year, 3-2 in a shootout in New Jersey. Uh, The big, one of the toughest stretches for the Wild starts on Saturday as they host the Toronto Maple Leafs, who have finally started to find their stride on the season. The Wild take that and then go on the road to face Edmonton, San Jose, the LA Kings, and the Vegas Golden Knights before returning on December 14th to play Carolina. They then host Buffalo, Florida, go on the road to Dallas, who has become one of the most red-hot teams in the NHL. Then they host Detroit, and they finish the month up against Winnipeg. So 
the winning percentage collectively last year of the opponents for the Wilds in the month of December comes in at a 492 clip with 331 wins, 341 losses. Um, you look at some of the things with the schedule. I mean, New Jersey, they certainly were not great last year. They are playing much better this year. As I said, Toronto has um, started to figure things out, and so that's going to be a very, very tough home game for the Wild on the 4th. Edmonton, one of the top teams in the Pacific Division, one of the top teams in the Western Conference, uh, so they are becoming a problem. Uh, and, of course, they boast two of the best scorers in the entire NHL. On top of that, uh, the Wild then will have to contend with a San Jose Sharks team that uh, was able to beat them here at XL Energy Center. Then it's road games against the Kings and the Vegas Golden Knights in a back-to-back on the 11th and 12th. Home game against the Carolina Hurricanes, one of the top teams in the East. So that will be uh, a tough test for the Wild as well. They then uh, host Buffalo, as mentioned. Then Florida at home on the 18th. Dallas on the 20th. Detroit on the 23rd. And Winnipeg on the 27th. I think if we're doing a readjust of these spreadsheets that I did before the season even started, I think December is going to be the toughest month the Wild have yet on the schedule. Obviously, some things that, uh, that fall in the Wild's favor. They'll be playing Florida at home. We saw the effect that that had going up against the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, able to flip the momentum, flip the advantage to the Wilds end of the ice um, to uh, to come away with a win against Tampa Bay the second go-around. Uh, Toronto at home is also going to be a little bit of an advantage, I think, although um, at this point I don't know if it matters because uh, the Maple Leafs, in their most recent game, uh, they put up eight goals uh, against the Colorado Avalanche. So it's going to be tricky, very tricky, to uh, to go up against Toronto at this point in the season. Edmonton in their building, that is going to be a very tough environment as well. Then you've got Carolina as well uh, coming to the X. Um, I think by and large, December is uh, is the toughest month uh, that the Wild have had so far. And so some things that work in the Wild's favor as well for the month of December. Goaltending is starting to uh, to pick it up. Cam Talbot and Capo Kakinen have both had strong performances uh, over their last handful of starts. You got Kirill Kaprizov starting to heat up at the right time as well. So those are factors that go in the Wild's favor heading into the month of December uh, that hopefully will help them uh, keep this success going. Um, it's it's all going to come down to you know the goaltending and being able to keep up. I, I don't think we should expect, uh, especially in some of these teams like Toronto, Carolina, um, and Florida. I don't think we should expect to see you know two to one scores. I think the Wild are going to need to win those games five to four, uh, and so we've seen a lot of that this year. So it should be uh, nothing new for the uh, the wild um, at this point in the season it's just, it's just a matter of them executing and um, there are some teams on this list that can really punish you if you uh, have a slow start so I'm I'm hoping that the wild are up to the test of course they're up to the test uh, it's just a matter of you know 
getting to that point in the year and um, and doing something with it. Uh, interesting note, I was trying to look to see, you know, as a breakdown of the season last year for Kirill Kaprizov to see what his December numbers looked like. He has not actually played a game in the month of December yet. Remember, the, uh, the Wild started last year in January. So after getting his first month of November of his career under his belt, he'll now do the same for the month of December. So should be a, a very exciting month for the Wilds here. And um, it, it bears repeating that, you know, this was a uh, less difficult month for the Wild, at least when, how things looked at the beginning of the year. This is going to be a very tough month of December, but the Wild are, are certainly up for it. So it's, uh, it's going to be fun to keep an eye on things and, uh, and see how they unfold. Uh, as the rest of this season rolls along. Uh, we will finish off today's episode of Locked on Wild, getting a little bit of an update on uh, a couple of injured players for the Wild. We'll see when they are potentially um, going to return to the ice. We'll also take a look at the New Jersey Devils ahead of tonight's matchup at the Excel Energy Center. All that and more coming up on today's episode of Locked on Wild. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. Products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. This is due to the exotic carrier blend with oils like raspberry seed, rosehip, and chia seed oil. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, You'll be glad you did. Not only are the products and dedication to quality top-notch, but the company was founded for a noble cause. The founder, Stephen's mother, was injured in a car accident, and the company was started to pay for her treatment and recovery. Most companies focus on fragrance first, and that leads to a product that does not feel good on the skin. We took a step back and focused on the ingredients first to ensure that a product that feels great and smells fantastic. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beard to other companies you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember, the code LOCKEDON gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Again, make sure to use the code LOCKEDON at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. BetOnline.ag has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues its march to the playoffs. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive that welcome bonus. From basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, 
Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wilds. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wilds your first listen every day. Just as a reminder, Locked on Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. A reunion coming up against the New Jersey Devils tonight at the XL Energy Center. And uh, for New Jersey, coming in with a little bit of a skid. They are 1-3 and three, uh, since the Wilds played them last and uh, currently sit in sixth place in the Metropolitan Division. Trying to get a little bit of an update as to the of potential availability of uh, a couple of players who are uh, are injured um, and so uh, we'll start with Jared Spurgeon uh, before the uh, the game on Tuesday night Matt Zuccarello and Jared Spurgeon were both on the ice for morning skate uh, and both took part in an optional practice as well so uh, it's looking like at least Spurgeon and Zuccarello are trending towards being able to come back into the lineup before too long. Have not seen anything as uh, a, an official ter- uh, timetable. I would guess we will get an update um, later today as to the availability of both. Uh, Freddie Goudreau was not in the lineup on Tuesday. Uh, he was a late scratch due to uh, being put in the COVID protocol. So his availability for the uh, the game tonight is probably um, sketchy at best as well. So the Wilds could be a little shorthanded once again uh, going up against the New Jersey Devils. But let's be honest, this, that's that's nothing new for this team. It's not anything that they're going to be overly phased by. Um, it's just something that they're going to deal with as they have. Uh, throughout the, um, you know, throughout pretty much the entirety of the season so far, I'm um, just looking at some of the leaders for the Devils, uh, so that we kind of have an idea of what we're going up against uh, in this game. Andreas Johnson has nine goals to lead the Devils. Uh, he's tied for the team lead in points with Jesper Bratt uh, with 18. Uh, Dawson Mercer also 14 points. Nico Heischer has 13. Pavel Zacha has 13 as well. Dougie Hamilton with 12 in 17 games uh, for the Devils. So those are some of these scoring leaders. Uh, we have also seen, we talked about the Mackenzie Blackwood factor. Um, saw him the last time these two teams squared off. And uh, Blackwood did a good job. Uh, despite uh, not being able to uh, pick up the win at the end of the day. But uh, Jonathan Bernier also uh, is part of that goalie mix uh, for the Devils. And this is is going to just go right in uh, to the category of the games so far this season. Uh, this is definitely a winnable game for the Wilds. You'd like to see them come away with it um, on home ice. And I would like to see them, you know, push it to 16, 6, and 1. We've gotten to the best start in franchise history. So why not take it a little further than that 
and uh, and just continue it right on into the weekend. As far as who starts in net uh, for the Wilds, I mean, my guess is that they would go back to uh, to Cam Talbot, but let's also consider what is coming up over the weekend uh, with the Toronto Maple Leafs on the schedule. You want to make sure that Talbot is the guy to go in that game. So maybe we get a uh, back-to-back from Capo Kakinen, but I don't know. My guess is that uh, we're going to see Talbot once again but between the pipes. As for what the uh, the lines look like with the uh, the jumbling that will need to be done with Goudreau out, I would hope that Zuccarello is back um, and him taking part in the, uh, the morning skate on Tuesday is a great sign. So uh, we'll get an update on that hopefully uh, later today. And uh, hopefully we'll see him in the lineup as well as Wild try to pick up the win against the New Jersey Devils here tonight. That is going to wrap it up for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, now that your first listen of the day is done, we encourage you to head over to Locked on Bets for your second listen of the day, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked on Bets is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Just like Locked on Wild, and you can find Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts, as well as on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube as well. Make sure to follow us along on each of those platforms. We've got great content for you on a weekly basis, trying to keep you as up-to-date on the Minnesota Wild as we possibly can. If a puck drops in the state of Minnesota, Locked on Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.